Hello, everybody. Welcome to Capes and Cold Ones, a podcast that you watching comic book movies and you guys are drinking beers. I'm your co-host, John, and joining with me today is co-host Rich. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? Got one of the big ones today, dude. Yeah, it took us took how us, long? It's the culmination like of phase years? one. <laughs> phase one of Marvel's MCU. Right, that's a bit redundant to say Marvel's MCU, but it's the Avengers. Came out. Finally. Finally. Came out way back in 2012, which is now a really long time ago. Which 11 is years. My God. Written and directed by Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. So, big one today. Uh, I can't believe like uh, they pulled it off. I, I still watch it. It still holds up. It's still fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Honestly, it's one of the better of the movies that were out there. Like, the, I mean, I remember genuinely how I felt when the movie came out, mm-hmm. and that they don't do that anymore. They don't have that, you know, that oh my god, I can't believe that they're all on screen at the same time. Like, there's no real shock value. There's it's rare. Like, there's that movie, and then I think the next time I really felt it, even outside of Endgame and Infinity War, was No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Like that genuine like excitement to go to the movies and see this movie. It's just. They're all good. A lot of them yeah. are good, but Avengers was just—it's got a—it's got a unique take to it. I mean, it was the first time that we were like—it's like the first team up. Well, you know, you can say X Men's a team or whatever, but this is like the first—it's multiple different movies, right? Yeah, going into one big event movie. Yeah, this is and this uh, is the culmination of how Marvel did it right when they started off with Iron Man, and then they brought in—I uh, don't remember—I think it was Thor was next. And then uh, how they did it is at the end of every movie they had the the after credits and they te- they they didn't tell us they were making an Avengers movie that they were putting everybody together. Mm-hmm. They just made Iron Man, and then when they moved forward, we got teasers as something else was going on, something else was coming after. I'm making an Iron Man two. Not only are they making an Iron Man two, they're bringing Thor, and it's like get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> and then we just thought, oh my god, they're gonna do the Avengers, and everybody's like, no, they're not, no way. It's like oh my god, that's exactly what they're gonna do. Well, it's like how can you <laughs> how how can they pull that off? It'll be like fucking impossible, right? And, and now it's just like a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, 2023 is just a normal thing to do crossovers. It is normal, but Marvel seems to do it the best. Well, DC Every, still hasn't yeah, figured it out. DC still, they're still trying. God James bless Gunn, him. James Gunn, James Gunn, yeah. you got you got to wow us, baby. It's doing uh, Superman, so hopefully, hopefully that's good. I, I think guess. I think Cornswit's gonna he's gonna surprise us. I, he looks like he could do a really good job. I just uh, uh, he's not gonna, he's he's not gonna be Henry Cavill. We're no. never we're never gonna get a Henry Cavill. But if he can do. What Heath Ledger did with the Joker, and kind of like, okay, he like he's not Jack Nicholson, but he's still fucking amazing. Has his own kind of uh, spin on it. I mean, he, yeah. he, I think he did. I think he was better than Jack Nicholson, but mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson at the time was like he was the Joker. Yeah, everyone was saying, well, you can't beat Jack Nicholson. Joker. And then Heath Ledger shows up, and it's like, all right, wait a minute, Jack Nicholson, who? It's like they're two different entities. So if he could bring a new version of Superman to the table, I'll be, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm keeping all all high hopes about it. I mean, James Gunn makes good movies, so yes. I, I know that's like simplistic and dumb to say, but most of his movies are pretty good. So, yeah. and considering sure. he's worked with Marvel and he knows how Marvel did what they did, he can at least take that recipe and put it into action with DC and have a nice slow build up mm-hmm. and not jump right into an Avengers Justice League movie immediately with no <laughs> with no real build up of the characters, no build up at all. Yep. Uh, Funny, uh, that's going to be a good book one day. The, oh, yeah. The DCEU collapse. And, <laughs> yeah, what a Looking what a forward time. to reading it. But um, 
I guess I guess minimal background bullshit on the Avengers. So we kind of touched on it before, where Marvel, like back in the eighties and nineties, Marvel had to sell all their their big properties kind of just to stay afloat. So X Men, yep. Fantastic Four go to Fox. Spider Man gets uh, or Spider Man. Sony gets Spider Man. So Marvel's kind of left with the Avenger, the Avenger characters, which we've talked about before. Where like eh, people kind of thought they were lame. It was Iron Man, Thor. Black, I didn't even know Black Widow. I don't think before the, the Avengers movie came out. But. I knew of Black Widow. I didn't know like she like most of the Avengers characters were characters that I read about a long time ago. But as a kid, the only thing I really wanted to read about like I like Spider Man, yeah. X Men, like the the main like characters up in your face. Mm. Iron Man was just a boring character to me. Just a boring robot if it, guy. <laughs> if, it, if honestly, if it wasn't for Robert Downey Jr., I would not give. A, I still wouldn't give a fuck about Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. There's yeah. There's. Uh, there's alternate worlds where these movies kind of fail, and that's part that's part of the thing. So when Marvel Studios was starting out, they they had to like get a loan from what bank was it, Marilyn Lynch or something, mm-hmm. where they took out a huge loan basically. And if the movies failed, the rights to the Marvel characters would go to the bank. Makes sense. And then they'd be fucked. Hmm. But the movie succeeded, and we get fucking Avengers, and it's like it was like the biggest. Gamble in history or well, movie history, and uh, and now it's the now biggest they, movie nope. franchise yes. in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like not, yeah. not only did we win, but we took over everything you love. Also, now a lot of the a lot of the Marvel characters are kind of back home with Mar- like Fantastic Four and oh, X Men. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do with that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they're ever going to get Spider Man back, but because Sony is kind of hold, holding on to that. But. Now, now that Marvel kind of puts. Spider-Man back in our hearts. Yeah. With, like now that it's okay, cool. We gave it back to Marvel to make him popular again. Now we're going to give him back to us so we can use him <laughs> make all that money. So but I, I keep on hearing things and I, none of it's confirmed, but I keep on hearing things about Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man Andrew 3 Garfield, getting Spider-Man. More, more traction. To- so there's a Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 4 rumor out there. Tobey to- to- Maguire is, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of secret wars conversations. Mm-hmm. A lot of, they're saying, uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, they're all going to be back in it. I'm just like, you know what? Don't, don't do that to us. You can't do that to us and then not deliver. I wonder, so... The way that last – I know we're here, here to talk about the Avengers, but real quick. This is just what we do. Yeah. Uh, the way that last Spider-Man movie ends, I feel like he kind of can't go back. Like, Andrew, not Andrew Gar- um Tom Holland? Tom, Jesus Christ, I'm getting them all mixed up. I feel like <laughs> well, Tom Holland – we're all Ho- the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Tom Holland kind of shouldn't go back. So maybe it should be – like Andrew Garfield that goes into Secret Wars and stuff. So I, I Tom Holland – so Tom Holland, the way I love everything, Tom Holland, I love him with those guys. But yeah, I think it just that movie ends so well, and well, it the way it's it's supposed to start a whole new chapter yeah. where it's like not connected to anything anymore. So like Tom clean, Holland, like yeah, clean, completely great, yeah. clean slate. He got a new he got a new costume, which I believe is is uh, is inspired like a, by both Toby and Andrew Garfield's co- costumes to make it look as mm-hmm. unique to the original Spider Man costume as possible, which I think is phenomenal. Um, but then nobody knows who he is. So it takes all of the bullshit out of it. He doesn't have his aunt. He doesn't have his friends. He doesn't have his, his, uh, his almost, I want, I want to say coworkers, like <laughs> the Avengers and everything. They, yeah, they are his coworkers. That's they, the right thing to say. Yeah, but they kind of are his coworkers. It's yeah. okay, but it's not okay. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm out of pocket. Um, 
but yeah, none of them, none of them remember who he is. And I still think that there's going to be some kind of loophole in there where like Hulk remembers or, mm. uh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Strange, not Dr. Strange. The other guy blanking on his name. Wong. Uh, cause Wong, he was, cause was he was he like, Lee, he said, leave me out of it. And, okay. I, and then he went, then he went away and I guess he might've been, he could have been, you know, mm-hmm. exempted from it. But, um, I do feel like the next trilogy that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to go on is simply going to be a separate thing where he's not even part of the MCU anymore. Mm-hmm. He is going to get sucked into some, like, I think that, so I genuinely think that, um, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, the whole, the whole multiverse thing. I think that because they've already touched on the, you didn't see the movie, did you? Not, I, uh, not the new one. Okay, so I, I, saw, I saw the first Spider Verse. Okay, movie. so I can't I can't give you spoilers, but okay. as you know, across the Spider Verse touches on multiple different dimensions, mm-hmm. all you know multiverses. So I feel that that the across the Spider Verse and everything is going to connect with the MCU and connect with the Sony universe, and they're all going to have bits and pieces. So this way, the Spider Man is going Spider Man's going to cross over with MCU as well as the Sony universe. Okay. So that means we're going to have Venom doing his thing with Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like um, uh, uh, Tom Holland's Spider Man is going to go into he's going to go into uh, Miles Morales universe and the Miles Morales that we meet in the real world is going to be the one from across the Spider-Verse. Okay. He's going to transfer from the digital world into the real, into the real world. I wonder and if they'll have the same voice actor. I, I feel like they're going to, I good, feel like a, that's what they're, that's what they were talking about. He's a good actor. He was in a movie called dope. Right? Have you ever, have you ever seen that? I heard of it. Never saw it. It's really good. Okay. Uh, but he plays like a nerdy, he plays a Peter Parker type that just without superpowers and shit. <laughs> I like it. But yeah. But, but the way they have everything built up, I mean, they have, so they have in the Sony universe, they brought, they brought Vulture from the MCU to the Sony universe with Morbius, him and Morbius meet up. So they're colluding. Mm-hmm. And then you have Venom. He's in the Sony universe. He's going to be a part of it. That's the same universe that Andrew Garfield's part of. So all of them are now in the same universe. So there's something, something has to happen there. That same time frame is going to create its own thing with, uh, where Tom Holland's going to do his own trilogy with Miles Morales from across the Spider-Verse. And that whole, he's going to basically raise Miles Morales to be the new Spider-Man in the MCU with the Avengers. And then Tom Holland from that point forward, because he already did everything and lost all of his friends, lost all of his family, lost everything. He's going to want to start over, stop being Spider-Man and focus to basically go the way of Captain America and just, you know, reconnect yeah. with MJ and, you know, start everything over and, you know, live a normal life with his fa- with his friends and, you know, do that whole thing over. I feel like he's going to go that direction. And that's where I think Craven the Hunter is going to come in. I think he's going to be part of the Tom Holland, um, Miles Morales mm, venture. Yeah. And somewhere all, they can all collude because then they can all like coincide. It can happen. I'm not sure how it's going to go. And I really hope somebody's listening uh, yeah, to me and I, takes I, it all by heart. I feel like it really depends on yeah what whatever Sony wants to kind of do because they have control over the characters for the most part. But a lot of possibility, uh, universes and shit colliding, a lot of possibilities. Yes, but that's for uh, we'll get into those movies uh, twenty years from now. Today, going back to the Avengers. So uh, I guess yeah, should we dive into the plot plot of yes. the movie? Let's do it. Um, by the way, did you see this? At, you saw this in theaters, right? Yes. Okay. I Hell saw yeah, this. I, I was a poor person at the time. So <laughs> I, uh, is one of the, the last times you could kind of do this. Uh, 
every now and then a guy would show up at the bar with bootleg DVDs. I uh, shamefully, uh, Sony, or not Sony, Disney, don't come after me, but I bought a bootleg. I remember the bootlegs. They of were so good. The Avengers. It was actually a pretty good bootleg. <clears throat> um, so I, I but I, I cheated. I watched this at home. Um, was it good? It was good quality. It was actually pretty good for there a bootleg. Go. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think I had that quality. I think I had that bootleg too. Because at at, a, at some point in time, my dad was getting bootlegs. Yeah. And he was just like, here, I, gra- I grabbed a couple of these. And I was like, which ones? And our, one of them was the uh, the 1994 Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic that, like, Four. <laughs> made it to release that one. <laughs> and I'm still mad because I lost all of those. I have no idea. I have them. I just don't know where they're at. I, I might still have. I, I definitely still have some. I don't know if I saw the Avengers over there. But yeah. So, But despite me watching it on a bootleg uh, at home. I was still pretty blown away. I thought it was still really good. The op- like the opening is pretty great, right? Where we're kind of introduced, well, reintroduced to our boy Nick Fury. Uh, who's the sidekick again? What's her name? Um, it, it's- Maria Hill. Ah, good job. Yes. Well, I only know that because it's fresh in my head from uh, Secret Invasion, which you did not watch. I did not. Watch. I'm a bad <laughs> student. T- Christine and I have a lot of watching to do because we have to catch up, and yeah, we, we'll we'll get it done. It's like homework, but we'll get it. You got a lot. You got it. You got to make sure you get it all in order. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on at the Shield headquarters? There's like, so th- th- there's like seismic energy readings or some bullshit. Or yeah. They, so they, know so they so they came across the Tesseract, and they uh, the Tesseract has been quiet for some time. What is it? The Tesseract was a thing buried with Cap. Right. Yes, and okay. and uh, he said so. Uh, um, Fury said that Howard Stark fished it out of the water when he got Captain America out of the water, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that means that Captain America was kept on ice for seventy years. That they had him. Is, was it they... Howard Stark or Tony Stark that fished him out? I believe he said Howard Stark. Okay. I'm pretty sure he said Howard Stark. It's pretty um, fucked up that they just kept him on ice for <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, did I, did I did I am I misunderstanding that? Like, it would make sense. Um, I, I don't remember. We're gonna have <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. But it started having. It started you know doing some shit, and it wasn't doing shit before. Now it's doing shit. It's, it's like maybe, activating or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't really know what was happening, but they were trying to prepare for anything because they weren't sure what it was going to do. But if it did, the the energy that they were measuring, if it was released in a bomb like setting, would it pretty much was almost unmeasurable. Like there wouldn't be anywhere for them to run to get away from it. Yeah, it they don't be, know what the blast radius would be. Yes, because it, <laughs> it could was be that, like the world. It was. It had that kind of potential yeah, to it. Yeah. So they didn't know what was going to happen, and then uh, the fucking thing opens up a wormhole, which they did talk about lightly before it happened. They did, yeah. We might and, have uh, been chatting a little bit when they well, kind yeah, of did, was, did their uh, explanation. It was but. when he it was when he pulled a, a Hawkeye down from his crow's nest. Yeah, why you make fun of him? And uh, they asked. He just asked him, and he was basically like, "Well, you know, worm- doorways have two doors, or wormholes have two do- doorways. So this is one doorway. It leads to somewhere else. Or the, you know, you can go through one, but you can also come out one. You can like, bring the it, way yeah. he was talking about it is like we can go through it, but something else can come through it as well. Yes, something along those lines. And then it started reacting like crazy. Everybody ducked, ducked and covered. And then Loki shows up. Loki shows up, looking like our buddy Mike Torch. Shout out, Mike Torch. <laughs> um, and right away, where so he's a god, right? So he's just fucking everybody up. Wait, Mike Torch is a god, or uh, Loki's both, a god? Both are, both are gods. <laughs> uh, so they do a good job of making Loki look pretty badass, and then 
kind of invincible against, uh, you know, we're like ant-like creatures to him, right? So An aunt doesn't have any aunt, quarrel yeah. with the boot. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, so Joss Whedon, uh, some problematic stuff about him right now, but when he's on, he's a pretty good writer of dialogue and stuff. I think that's a. I think that was a really good line. The, uh, but that ah, that comes later, right? Yeah, we're yeah. not. He says it right away. We have no quarrels with you. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, once and, once he started like no attacking people, yeah. and uh, taking over the taking over their minds with the uh, the scepter, aka the mind stone in the scepter. And just, so yeah, there's two stones here, right? So the there's two stones stone right next to each other. And his yeah. scepter has a stone. And that was when. Well, it wasn't then. It was actually an, another movie after this where. Thor mentions that it's start. It, he's he's his mind is like peaked. He's like this is the most you know. The stones are never this close to each other. Yeah, some, some something's bringing them. Something's doing this. There's, there's a higher power. Like he figured it out, but there was no answers to it. He was just like, I'm gonna keep an eye on that shit. The writers are still working on it, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, at, at the same time, honestly, for the longest time, and I don't, th- I'm not sure when they decided. I'm sure it was just kind of like hinted at, but I never figured it out. That the tesseract actually was the was space stone, stone yeah. until in one in the one movie and they the, crush it right. Tha- and, Thanos yeah. just crushes it and he has the stone and I'm just like the uh. whole time. <laughs> like I thought that was just some other type of weapon that they were yeah. using to do this. I didn't know that it was a stone. But there's that we kind of talked about before. We know Marvel had a rough idea of what they wanted to do, but it wasn't perfectly mapped out, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that might have been part of it, maybe. Like yeah. and originally like. I think they didn't know who was going to be the villain of the Avengers movie. Like there was a thought that maybe it was the Avengers taking on the Hulk or something. Mm-hmm. I think that was super early. I think that probably got scrapped yeah. relatively early. But there were a lot of options to do that kind of stuff. But they, I guess, because it was too, um, I guess it was too specific for a fan base. Like the Avengers is like a general, is like generally spread across the major point of the fan base. If they dialed it in and, ha- and made like a Hulk versus Wolverine movie back in 2008, nobody would have really given a shit. Yeah. Because, yeah. but, but now if they make a Hulk versus Wolverine movie, dude, they're going to shut down the world. Like it's going <laughs> it, to, especially if they keep the same, the same actors. Oh my if God. They, yeah. If they get uh, our boy, they would shut it down. Why am I forgetting? Why am I forgetting Logan's name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. There we go. Huge jacked man. Huge <laughs> He's look, he's looking good, man. He always looks yeah, good. That motherfucker good. just he's got he's him and just genetics. It's just it's mean. Yeah. What a <laughs> what a dick. What but, a dick. Uh, but a uh, great introduction to Loki. He's kind of converting people to his evil mindstone turning in them kind of basically into mindless zombies. Which is funny because I always looked at him as like a magical person. I never once thought that the mindstone was in the scepter because was the color the, oh, of the yeah. stone was blue mm. that, that he was using. And the mind stones yellow. So when I looked up the stones, I was attributing the color to those things. And I never thought I never thought the Tesseract was a stone because it was a brick. Yeah. And I never thought the mind stone was in there because it was blue and the mind stones yellow. And I'm just like, I right, it's not. And it was. I guess watching this <laughs> watching these movies, I just accept that they do pretty they much anything they that they, they need them to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're kind of fucked right away because they got Hawkeye under mm-hmm. com- uh, command. And Hawkeye and Selvig. Selvig, who's the uh, scientist. He's like an Thor. astrophysicist. Astro- yeah, he's, he's bigger than a scientist. Yeah, he's like a, <laughs> a double scientist at this point. <laughs> yes, um, he's a double scientist. Yeah. But it's great. It leads to a great chase scene of, you know, 
Loki's trying to get the fuck out. Uh, our boy Samuel L. Jackson, he's got some good action and a helicopter shooting him with a, a pistol for some reason. Every time. <laughs> he always has that one pistol. Always has that pistol. He's going to shoot at that fucking fighter jet going <laughs> off the damn thing. Ugh. So, yeah. So that's and then where he, the, the portal collapses, right? And the portal collapses. Or no, actually. So the portal did collapse early on, but it shot all of this energy that was up in like the ceiling of the, of the facility they were all in. Mm-hmm. And it just started, it started becoming more and more unstable as time went on. And all of that energy kind of collapsed in on itself and it exploded and pretty much took out the entire facility, which is like, I don't know, a couple square miles of yeah. <laughs> ground and just imploded everything. But by then everybody looked, it seemed like pretty much everybody had gotten out. Col- Colson's out. Fury's out, out. Fury's out. Maria Hill Maria was kind of trapped in a tunnel somewhere and she was like, I'll check for casu- for casualties and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, Fury was like, anybody that's, you know, not going after the Tesseract needs to be checking for bodies. Make sure, you know, anybody that dies, we at least know how many people died. We're at war. <laughs> we yeah. are officially at war. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Avengers intro comes in somewhere along the lines. And then from there, we go to, is it, we're going to. Is it, is it, uh, is it Black Widow? Or Black is it. Black Widow. Black, Black Widow, Widow okay. first, because Black Widow needs. Yeah, so we go to Black Widow first, and she's in, she's held up in, uh, I guess, in, in a Russian, Russian or a Czech, Czech. It's some something over there. Yeah, so somewhere in that general. Some area. sort of a some sort of a hold where like she's tied to a chair and they're interrogating her for information about something, and she's just you know playing the part, speaking the language, just back mm-hmm. and forth, and then they get a phone call. And it's Phil Coulson, and he's just like immediately. He's like, by the way, he's like, I, he, this you're at this location. Gives them the address, and I have an F eighteen a mile <laughs> out that's gonna fucking level the entire place before you get to the lobby. So give the phone over to her and don't say it. Don't ask questions. Like, just bombed them with <laughs> bombed them with interrogate with intimidation. It was great. And then and she's just playing it like it's a casual Tuesday. She's just like, what are you do? What are you calling me for? I'm working. I'm working, bro. <laughs> And he basically just goes, code whatever. He was like, yeah. no, he, um, Barton's been compromised, and he was just like, let me put you on hold. And mm-hmm. then she just breaks out and beats the shit out of everybody yep. in like no time flat, she's, no effort. She's tied to a chair for a good bit of it, then she like breaks it by like somersaulting on a guy. I mean, if I was up. pissed off about something, mm-hmm. I'd be breaking myself out of a chair against the bodies of my <laughs> enemies too. Then she grabs. Then she grabs her shoes and go. All right, where am I going? So then she leaves. Goes right to our buddy, uh, the Hulk. Right? Or no? she, did she go straight to the Hulk, or did or, she go? Because she gets. She gets. There's some something in there where she actually does get information. She needs to go after the Hulk. What was it? Uh, oh, that's right. It was after. Yes, it was right after that whole thing. She walked away. She was like, "What do you need?" And it was something about like uh, she was. She thought that they needed um, her to go talk to Stark. Yeah. And he was like, "Not that big guy. The other big the guy." Other big and then guy. she was like, "Oh, they." Oh, no. That was it. Okay, so Thanks. there was that. Then we go to Captain America. Yes. Then we go over to Captain America. His introduction. He's beating the shit out of a body bag. Yeah, and they're showing they're showing brief flashbacks of him just like uh, covered in ice, and it's like he's still alive. He's Holy got, like, shit! Yeah, he's just. 
grappling with yeah. the with the reality of the fact that he's seventy years in the into the future. He, everybody that he's ever known and loved is just behind, he's gone, just dead. He's in a world that he doesn't recognize or or understand, and he's just gotta figure it the fuck out. So what better way to do that than to lash out at a fucking <laughs> body bag, just yeah. beat the shit out Beats of it, beat the ever loving shit out of it. He breaks the body bag, picks another one up with his fucking just with his <laughs> like his, his one deltoid, not even the whole not even the whole shoulder is used. Chris Evans looking looking handsome, shall jacked I out say. of his damn jacked mind, jacked and handsome. Genetic uh, gold mine, that bastard. <laughs> um, uh, and you know, uh, Fury shows up. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna need your help, buddy. The, the <laughs> Tesseract is gone, and uh, we know that's very powerful, but uh, we're gonna need your help to recover it." and good line as captain's walking out fury's like is there anything else you could tell tell us tell us about it he's like should just left it in the sea <laughs> something very ominous let's leave it buried yeah things way too dangerous yeah uh is so it there hulk, is it hulk intro or now it's a hulk intro hulk intro and we get over to uh did he say where he was is it South, some, America, South America somewhere? Somewhere down that say. way. Yeah. He was in the, middle, in the middle of the jungle, away from everybody except for like a small village that he was helping people. He's looking remarkably different from what he looked like in The Incredible Hole. Yeah, Ed Norton's looking yeah. a little, a little thicker, a little thicker little, these yeah. days. Uh, and he gets uh, – he's helping somebody who's – they had there's some kind of an illness down there that's taking people out one by one. He's helping them. And a little girl shows up with a handful of money and she's just like, please, my papa, <laughs> he's going to die. And she's and so he followed. Yeah, because she, she's related to Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my Please. papa. Woo-hoo. And uh, she fucking drags him across town into a remote little area, leads him into a house, and then climbs up and ducks just, into just a fucking dip, hole out of nowhere. Out, and yeah. he's just like, really? <laughs> and then Natasha Romanoff is there with a phone from the fucking seventies. Yeah, looked like. this, this is the oldest I- fucking. Everything else in this movie is like thirty-five years into the future, except for the fucking phones. Seriously, that, are, yeah. that phone was that phone was old even for two thousand twelve. Yeah, but yeah, so she pulls that out and she shows pictures and talks to him about this is what's happening, this is what we need, and he's just like, nah, I'm not doing that. You're you not know, roping me into your clown show. You know, I've I've kind of been done dirty by the government before. I'm kind of not into it anymore. And but she's like, well, we're gonna have to bring you in anyway because. Uh, We'll persuade you, I guess. And, and then he does something to like scare and she like pulls a fucking gun out from it's like taped under the table. I'm like, damn, you prepared for everything, bitch. <laughs> and he's just like, see, he's like, I'm sorry, that was rude. <laughs> uh, what do we think about Ruffalo as uh, so the change up in Banner? What do we think about it, that? It was rough early on, but now we have more Ruffalo as Banner mm. than we do Ed Norton as Banner. So I'm more used to it than I am Norton. However, um, what I don't like is how they they since this movie basically they gradually moved away from the Hulk as the Hulk mm-hmm. and moved more towards Smart Hulk and just a weaker version of Hulk and where Hulk had his own opinion on shit and decided I'm not going to come out and today Banner needs to fight yeah. his own battles like there was so much going on it's like we just want to see the Hulk fuck some shit up <laughs> like yeah like that the Hulk is the Hulk Hulk smashes. It doesn't need to be deeper than that. We don't need like make Banner deeper than that. But the Hulk is the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk is the Hulk. Yeah, that's don't, a good way to put it. Don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything to the Hulk. Yeah. Just give us the Hulk. That's it. <laughs> and I mean, I understand in the comics they, they obviously Smart Hulk existed, and they decided we got to do some of that. But they they could have given us so much more actual Hulk, and they just gave us so little. Like I don't think the Hulk was really that 
exceptional in in the MCU outside of the Avengers, mm-hmm. the first movie. I mean, maybe a little bit in uh, in Thor Ragnarok because he was just he was the Hulk then, but yeah. he was also like the Hulk for like two and a half years, like just never straight, was bad. Yeah. So he had a minute to evolve into a different like a version of himself that thought a little bit. But I don't know. They should have given us more Hulk throughout the MCU. Just more Hulk. <laughs> uh, but so he kind of reluctantly. He's like, okay, I guess. Because uh, also they're surrounded by SWAT people or, or whatever. Yes, they were surrounded by SWAT people. Also, she brings up the facts like, I, I know you don't want to Hulk out, bro. You've gone like a hundred, you've gone like a year or something without an incident. So, um, so he's very, and you know, he feels guilt about becoming the Hulk. Fucks cities up and shit. Yeah, he just, so, he's, like, he's like Godzilla. He just fucking yeah. rages out and just destroys everything. Then uh, we are re reintroduced to uh, our boy Iron Man, who's doing a sciencey thing. Uh, th- he's basically turning Stark into like a green energy facility. Pretty I'm not, much. I'm not sure what it. it. <laughs> I don't they're know. S- they're just... self sustaining. Uh, they're okay. off the grid, so they're not using they're not using electricity from the power grid anymore. I think that's basically how they said it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, are we off grid? Like we're our own beacon of clean, renewable energy. So I think they're just recycling energy mm-hmm. and using their own energy without actually, they're, te- they're testing that theory to see how well it works for them before they bring it up to the rest of the world. That that's the direction he was going with it mm-hmm. based on the, uh, the arc reactor that he's got in his chest. It's kind of what it is. So he finally put that more into development, which is cool. Stark is he's kind of away from weapons manufacturing, so he's got a he's doing other stuff. Yeah, renewable energy. I'm that just good making shit. weird noises. Yeah, renewable uh, energy. <laughs> uh, and you know, it's a sweet scene when he gets back with him and uh, Gwyneth. Uh, I sell exploding vagina candles, Paltrow. <laughs> We brought that up before that uh, she had a candle uh, we did. that exploded. No, there was a thing that just recently happened with her in the news. Uh, she tried. They said she was out of touch because she decided to let some let people stay in one of her like I don't know if it was a Malibu beach house or some shit. Like she's got another house somewhere, and she was going to let them stay with her because since 2020, people have been very alone, and she just wants to do something for togetherness. And people are saying she's out of touch for it, and I'm just like. I don't think like, – because a lot of people thought she was out of touch because I think that they thought she was charging them to stay there. Like if you want to stay here, I'm going to allow it. And I think she was doing it for free. So like I had an argument there and I was like, you know what? I don't think she should be attacked for doing this because I don't think she's doing what you think she's doing. However, she named her kid Apple and made vagina candles. So <laughs> she's not off the hook. Yeah, you know. Hollywood people are weird, man. Like, I don't think it, yeah. she's doing anything wrong in this instance necessarily, but that doesn't mean that she's off the hook from that other shit that she did. What if she was actually a supervillain and the way she was trying to take over the world was with her vagina-scented exploding candles? I mean, sign me up, so the, sign me up for that movie. I don't think that she's sounds... doing very well in that, in that front no. because I haven't been fully persuaded to buying to her buy. vagina-scented <laughs> candles. What the day comes where people of Delco are just like we need Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> vagina just bellowing into our apartments, then I think she might be on on the on the edge of, you know, the precipice of villainy. Like that was a thing, right? That she was it a vagina scented candle? I'm pretty it- sure that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm not going to. I should even, probably fact check this. I'm stuff. not even going to fact check that because it, <laughs> it sounds like something she would do. Or it sounds like it could be like an art, like the Onion article or something, where it's like bullshit. But uh, I'll look it up later. And, she uh, she named her kid Apple. Nothing is off the table with her. <laughs> she her life is an Onion article. It kind of it kind of is. <laughs> but um, oh, Coulson shows up, uh, gets through security, and it's like, hey, Tony, what's up, bro? Uh, we kind of need you. And Tony, Tony brings up the fact that like, hey man, you guys didn't want me for the Avengers. I didn't pass the personality test or whatever. I don't play. I don't play well with others. I didn't pass the background check or whatever it was. And they're like, oh, that we. Th- I thought you scrapped that whole Avengers thing anyway. And yep. We're bringing it back. We're rebooting it. We need you. And his personality towards Phil, and he was like, Phil. His <laughs> first name is Agent. <laughs> You're not allowed to have friends outside of me. Uh, quickly. Convinces him. Well, re- yeah, he's still pretty reluctant, but he kind Tony wants to get a choice. This was all Pepper's idea. Yeah, Pepper's Pepper's like, well, this sounds kind of serious. Like, yeah, Gwen is over there talking to Phil and just be like, listen, I'll give you three vagina scented candles if you, if you just keep pushing. You know, he's gonna he's gonna go. He's been in this. He's been in here. I've been with him for like three solid months. I need him out of the I out of the house. Get the fuck out. Give him a job so I can mm-hmm. at least enjoy the tower by myself. Giant Stark Tower. So he's uh. Tony's investigating, taking a look at old uh, videos of the Hulk and shit and mm-hmm. other kinds of uh, – I forget what he's looking at. But he's you know he's briefing himself on the Tesseract yeah. business. He's like, oh, so this is going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. This is going to take up the next several hours of my life. Um, where do we go from there? Do we go to the carrier? At this point, uh, yeah. Or so whatever we, they call it. We end it? up going to the carrier, which is where they brought Captain America and the Hulk – and Black Widow, they're all on top of the carrier talking, bullshitting. Um, of course, the Hulk is uh, Bruce is making some uh, some jokes like, "Oh, they're gonna put me, put me in, a sub- in a submerged metal pressurized container," <laughs> and then they turn around. And it's like not exactly. And then you right. look at it. There's giant, there's giant fucking uh, propellers and shit about to lift. Oh, it goes into the air, and he was like, "Oh no, this is much worse." <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot worse. The jokes just don't get old. They're so, they're so just. I'm just, I'm glad that we have this movie. <laughs> yeah, this um, a lot of movies or a lot of movies try to get to something like this, or a lot of franchises to this like culmination movie, and I think Marvel kind of they've done it the best. Yeah, I'm trying to they think just of- did it right. That was a nice slow build up. And they didn't give us too much too quickly. They didn't, and and they did a really good job keeping their keeping their mouth shut while they were letting all of this come into development. Mm-hmm. Like there were always whispers and shit of like something might be coming. I heard this might this might happen. You know, Chris Hemsworth might play Thor. It's like, nah, no way. What are you talking about? Where'd you hear that? That kind of shit. These days, it's it, you know nobody can keep their mouth shut. Like I think the last time we really got that surprise was No Way Home. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot, honestly. When and even a lot of that kind of got spoiled by when, like yeah. so Avengers yeah. Infinity War and Endgame. I remember somebody released a mashup of all of the highlights of the entire movie. I'm not sure which if it was one or both. I think mm-hmm. it was in I think it was Endgame. And they just it was like a five minute video where they just took mini clips of the entire throughout the entire movie, like the best parts. And just mash them up to, and just send it out there. 
and I saw it because I didn't believe it was real. I thought <laughs> it was fan made. Earth. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this actually looks really good. Man, these good. fan trailers are getting better yeah, and better. Yeah, well, because of the Dragon Ball Z one. That, well, that was, yeah. was fan made. That was excellent. That was better than, so, that was better than Evolution, and so, Evolution became a movie. Some of the, the, some of the fan things are pretty impressive. So now. when I saw yeah. it, I, I believed it. I was just like, damn, AI has come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this looks really realistic. And then I found out, hey, this was actual footage and they're ripping it off the internet as fast as they possibly can and I'm like you fucker yeah that's annoying I was like I didn't think it was spoilers yeah. from the actual movie I thought it was just like fan made ideas of what we what mm. we would want to see in the movie I was like I'm open to that let's see what happens actual shit I, it got ruined for me before I even had a chance to know that I was ruining it for myself and I was like you bastard <laughs> it was stolen from me uh fuck I'm dumb no, we're not. We don't go to the carrier yet, or do we? Pretty sure we went to the carrier. We there, go to the carrier because we had. Every, it was an introduction of all the characters. Okay, right. Okay. Then we go uh, to the carrier, and I guess they were all. Oh no! Wait, you're right. Because they're on their way his... to the carrier. Was right? That were they on their way to the? They weren't on their way to the carrier. Where? Hold on. So I remember. No, Cap- they, okay. you're right. I, Captain America's in in the. He's in the 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 small airship. Yes. With uh, with with Coulson and Black Widow. Yeah. Okay, they're going somewhere. I think they go. I, I think they're going to the carrier. I think they are going to the carrier first. Then from there they leave. They're trying to track Loki. They're trying to track Loki because he's got the tesseract. Yes. We get snapshots of Loki that he's got the scientist working on something. Yeah, this um, jumps around. This I can't. I can't keep track. Yeah, of the there, movie they jump lot, around there, all the best parts. There's a lot of. There's so a lot from of there, parts. so yeah, so we have that. The next, the next thing that happens that they build up to is, um, is it like the fight at the embassy or whatever? It's the fight at the embassy where Loki shows up and with like Hawkeye and he takes everybody. They rushes them out of the fucking. He get takes the guy with with his eyeball and Mm -hmm. I don't know why he didn't just grab the guy. I know, grab the guy, pull him outside and just shove his face. Nah, let's let's be dramatic and diva about this. This is really dumb. What were they? What were they getting? Like what did they? um, they needed well, his eyeball to get to get into a room for some. Get into a room to get some. It's not the scepter. No, no it wasn't not, the scepter. He has the scepter. Yeah, it wasn't the tesseract because he had the tesseract. Yeah, I forget what the fuck it is. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, even if I knew what it was, I, oh, it was iridium. Iridium. Oh, that was, for, that to, was power, to power the machine. To power the machine. Okay, That's what it so was. it's. It was it was like a precious metal that they needed. They only only had so much of it that yes. So it's something Um, needed for the machine to open up a wormhole towards the end. So once they get it, he decides to push everybody outside and you know try and make them kneel because you know Mm. I want everybody to suck my dick a little bit, (laughs) pump my ego up while I take over the world. He's also he he transitions into his like classic Loki costume, yes, which can look dumb. I think it looks pretty good here. I think they shoot it the right way. Mm-hmm. It's I, I don't know, like it can look a little goofy, but it, they they I think they kind of pulled it off for the most part. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. What do you think? I like it. I mean, I always thought it yeah. looked cool. I thought it was a little like it's his battle uniform. It's the, hor- the horns thing is the, the horns trickiest. is a little yeah. yeah. The horns. I mean, it's but he that's who he is. He's a diva. He's flashy. Mm-hmm. He likes all that shit, which he's is extra. What Tony likes to push out. And he's like, yeah, he's like that. Yeah. Um, he wants everybody to know because he was living in his brother. It's a, it's a, from a psychological standpoint, it's like little man syndrome. Yeah, he yeah, lived in his yeah. brother in, in Thor's shadow for so long that his personality needs to be big in order for him to get noticed. Mm-hmm. So everything he peacocks. does has to be flat. Exactly. Yeah. He peacocks. 
That's why his outfit is he is so flashy and you know eye catching and shit like that. So I like that, um, and that's when uh, he is pretty much talking to them, and he was just like, "Isn't is this, this not is this not your your natural state? <laughs> you were destined to be ruled." And then uh, some old man's up, and he's like, "I would never do that for men like you." And he's like, "There are no men like me." He's like, "There's always men like you." And then he fucking uh, look to your elder people, shoots them, and then that's when Captain America falls out of the fucking sky, mm-hmm. and you know shoots it perfectly back at him. Very comic booky dialogue when he's he's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, back in Germany a few years ago, there was a guy just like you. There's always it was you know we had dis- uh, he was saying a lot of the same stuff you're saying. Well, I disagreed with him too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, you know it's it's good. It's you know good. That, that we talked about that during the movie a little bit. There's some goofy comic book stuff that does really work. Like some yeah. of the dialogue is silly, but it's I don't know. Just it just works in this movie because they make up for it with uh, you know pretty good action. You care about the characters. Yeah, you forgive some hokiness every now and then. Mm-hmm. And the hand-to-hand combat between Captain America and his and his foes is actually pretty cool because he could do like typical hand-to-hand combat, and you know hand like you know the fighting style steps up a bit when he's fighting something that is not as weak world. as just a man-to-man. You know, mm. so it's pre- it's pretty cool to see. This is like the first real instance we got to watch Captain America fight somebody that is like a god, mm-hmm. and he, you could even see it on his face. He's just like, okay, this isn't this isn't one of my normal fights. This guy, yeah. this guy's for real, and this is also with the mentality and the and the general disbelief that there are no other gods. There's one god, and he don't mm-hmm. dress like this. He's very he's got uh, that mentality. He's very uh, old school. We find out that he's an old school uh, Christian guy. Something yeah, like there, that. there are no other gods. There's only one. Not this so. Horns wearing weirdo. <laughs> so this is where he gets into the fight with Loki, and he's uh, pretty much going toe to toe with Loki pretty well. Loki starts to get the better of him a little bit, and that's when Tony Stark comes in and pretty much overpowers him because he's basically a giant gun. Mm-hmm. And Loki gives up right away because Loki has a plan: get up on the fucking helicarrier and release the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. And uh. As they're flying away, and I think Black Widow and yeah, yeah, it's Black Widow is flying. I forget what Black Widow's up. She's, she's up there co-piloting. With yeah. Uh, <clears throat> then uh, our, th- our th- uh, dear Thunderboy shows up. <laughs> what are you afraid of the thunder? I'm not overly fond of what follows. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's uh, just every line in this movie is a line like they could be direct with it. It's like my brother Thor's up there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just they always do something they because they, they know that we know the answer, so they're just gonna like hint at it to make us go, "Oh shit!" It's, it's, a, little more, it's a more a little more clever way of yeah, yeah, yeah. We're over there. We're like twenty four years old in the theater, and we're basically fourteen in our hearts. We're just like, "Oh my god, that's what he means!" <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, uh, Thor breaks open the. Fucking carrier. He didn't break anything open. Uh, Technically, Stark let him in. (laughs) He landed on top of it. Stark saw that, so he opens the door to go out, and he just fucking walks in, uh, knocks Stark out of the way, grabs Loki, and jumps out. Just dips out. (laughs) It was quick as as shit, and Tony was pretty annoyed by it because he was like, that was a little too easy, and I'm not happy with it. (laughs) So him and and Captain America have their own little, uh, little back and forth, and he's just like... I'm going after them. And he was like, oh, we need a plan of attack. He's like, I have a plan. Attack. He's like, ha ha, Tony Stark. Tony being Tony. Robert being Robert. <laughs> so he jumps out of the fucking thing. And then uh, 
Captain America starts putting on a uh, uh, parachute, and Black Widow's just like, "I think you should sit, sit this one out, Cap. These guys are of legend. They're basically gods." And she's like, "He's like, I can't do that. These, I, there's only one god, ma'am. One and god, ma'am. I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that." And then she he <laughs> jumps out too, and they're all just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, and this is kind of where we get most of the motivation. You kind of, you kind of touched on it already. It's Loki's like. Yeah, I'm gonna take over the world because uh, I'm. I've, you've drove me insane with rage and jealousy, and uh, I'm I'm above all these people. Mm-hmm. So fuck them. And uh, <laughs> Thor's just trying to talk some sense into him. He's right? basically he thinks that he is more suited for the job because these people are fighting and killing each other, and Thor watching over them is just watching them do it. Yes. And Loki believes that if they if it was a dictatorship where he ruled over them and controlled them, they wouldn't be doing any of this shit. And that would be a better way of life for everybody involved. I get his logic. <laughs> I do, but it takes freedom off the table, which is kind of the whole struggle that we have in Civil War later on, which Freedom's is like a lie. freedom to do what you want or or the lack of freedom to do what you want, but you're safe and alive. Two really good things that we want to have at the same time, mm-hmm. freedom and safety, but they're in polarizing areas. And have your cake and eat it too. You want your freedom cake and eat it too. Essentially, this was this movie, Avengers, was really just, you know, civil war for, <laughs> for Thor and Loki. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, and that's the whole thing with Avengers, right? And that's what Joss Whedon always talks about, or what he always talked about when making the movie. He's like, these guys shouldn't be on a team. They're like incompatible mm-hmm. but uh yeah th- and like the, the civil war thing is there from kind of the beginning with them but uh and speaking of that fucking iron man shows up and starts beating the shit out of thor or fighting thor i should say and he actually Pretty does a fight. really good damn job yeah. because right then that's when you're starting to measure them up like you're sizing them up next to each other it's like okay we know who iron man is and we know who thor is so what are the rules of this world like how strong like if Thor punches Iron Man, does his suit just like explode? It does. Right. Like exactly yeah. how strong is Iron Man's suit? Mm-hmm. Exactly how strong is Thor? Mm-hmm. Which one of them is going to best the other? And I'm pretty sure, you know, o- I mean, overall, I think Thor would have won if, Probably. It, if it was never stopped because, I mean, once Tony, once Tony's suit was getting compromised little by little, mm-hmm. eventually his suit's going to go and Thor is still going to be Thor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Tony was gonna win, but Tony was definitely holding his own in this in this battle, unless he pulled a fast one and beat him before that happened. Which it would have to be like an outsmarting thing, right? And, like, uh, and, yeah. betwi- and between the two of them, I mean, listen, Thor does have battle strategy, which is what he's best for. But Iron Man, I mean, it's Robert Downey Jr. He is a think tank. He's a, he's a brain. Like mm-hmm. he would have figured a way to outsmart Thor to some degree. It's a matter of who can outsmart the other one. And outmuscle the other one faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cap shows up and he tries to get them to calm down. Not before Thor lays down the hammer or whatever. Lays down the hammer and basically creates a nuclear blast <laughs> in the middle of a forest. And like Cap's like, "All right, are we fucking done yet? Like, I, did you guys have a good time? Let's get back to business or whatever." I do love how that happened. Like Thor jumps up in anger. He has his his hammer, which is forged in a... He knows what it is. It's forged in a dying star. This thing is immaculately <laughs> powerful. He smashes it into a shield, and an explosion happens, like a nuclear blast. <laughs> and then they're all just standing around each other, looking at each other like, 
what the <laughs> hell was that? And then nobody talks about it. The obvious question that Thor should have asked is, what the fuck <laughs> is that shield made out of? Like, Thor knows how powerful he is. When you come up across something that is that powerful in against you... Yeah, some questions. He might have had some. Uh, he he might have gained some respect for the humans at that point. I think that was like, where it was. Like, oh, okay. Because after right. something like that, and they're all still standing. I mean, all right, there it was. Definitely, yeah. definite respect. But I still would have been like, bro, <laughs> talk. What the fuck is that? Um, so I think then we get we get back to sort of where I kind of skipped ahead before, where we were on the carrier. Yes. Uh, uh, our boy Loki's put into a very weird specific prison. Mm-hmm. Boot meets foot, meant meant for something much stronger, right? Oh, wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. The Hulk. <laughs> um, so, and right away, I think everyone is just like, "This was a little bit too easy to get Loki." And Loki's, what's his thing? Is the Tesseract is still hidden somewhere, and he's obviously not telling them. So Loki's, even though he's captured, it still feels like he has the upper hand. Pretty much, yeah, because he knows that they're not going to do anything to him or do any make another move mm-hmm. because they don't know what to do. He pretty much had them in checkmate as long mm-hmm. as he could hold them off as long as possible to get the Hulk to start fucking them all up before they could figure out what the next move was. So that that was his play: let them fuck each other up. Mm-hmm. Why do I got to do it? And right, kind of right away, Tony and um, Bruce are just like. Yeah, this is all a little suspicious, isn't it? Like, this just feels weird. Why was Tony not brought in earlier to S.H.I.E.L.D. to help out with, um, you know, for a contingency plan? for Because they had the Tesseract for years, right? Or yeah. for some time. Yeah, this is actually the part of the movie where there was a lot of converse, conversation, a lot of dialogue between trust uh, between, you know, them and Fury, mm-hmm. Fury lying to them. And then, you know, so they were building up to figuring out like, why would you, like you said, why, why are they bringing us all of a sudden? And then they figured it out, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony hacks started, into their like system with like he a started little bug doing or that. whatever. Uh, Captain America was then tipped off because he didn't believe, he didn't want to believe that because technically this is his government that he's working for still. And they're doing some shit behind, behind his back. Mm-hmm. Whereas, Back in the '40s, that really wasn't a thing. His government, you know, he was. Fight, we're all on the same team. We're on the same side. Mm-hmm. Now is a little more mistrust, a little more corruption going on. He's just not happy to hear about that. Mm-hmm. So he goes and does digging on himself, and he finds he pulls out like this gun that's yeah. supposedly supposed to be powered by the Tesseract or something like it. And um, I'm, I actually don't remember. Is that the gun that he puts on the table? And he was like, "Is that the Colson? Is that the Colson? Is that the Colson gun?" I think so. Because I don't sure. remember, Yeah, I mean that would make sense. It looked yeah. like it. They didn't. They didn't really give a good look at it, but it's got to be it. Uh, and it's probably one of the central scenes of the movie where they all kind of confront each other in the, uh, you know, the the room with the. Uh, Loki's weapon, the scepter, the scepter. God damn, I can't. <laughs> but it's it's a lot of finger pointing after that. It's yeah. like, well, okay, we know Shield's developing weapons. What the fuck? Well, this does this hasn't worked out well in the past. Why are you doing it now? And Samuel Jackson's like, we're doing it because of him. He points to <laughs> Thor, and like the whole thing with Thor was like, 
Okay. There, that, that was confirmation that there are beings from other worlds or dimensions, mm-hmm. and uh, we are outgunned. We are out everything. Hopelessly and hilariously, hilariously outgunned. Like, yeah, so we have to kind of build up a defense, because mm-hmm. uh, more of these guys are coming. They're here. Loki's here. Right. And then it's more finger-pointing back, back and forth. It, Cap and Iron Man get into it. A little preview of Civil War stuff later on. And there was something that honestly I, I, I held on to because it makes a lot of sense. Um, Thor said that the Tesseract being in your possession. I'm maybe not. Maybe I'm going to be paraphrasing, but he basically said the Tesseract being in your possession lets other worlds know that you're that the Earth is ready mm. for a higher form of war. Mm-hmm. So it's like if in that sentence he's basically saying that if you don't have the means to fight them, they won't bother you. Mm-hmm. Which so I, I don't buy, believe I don't buy it. I I buy and half buy that. Then like just there are con like like Thanos for instance. Like yes. you would just con- conquest right there. There are like some. I feel like most. I this is like all dumb a theoretical thing, but like. Some people might not be interested in the art of war. Like, they just might want to fucking take over Earth. Exactly. You know? Maybe yeah. if we're fucking around with otherworldly powers, that might um, provoke some other creature to be like, oh, no, we have to snuff them out before mm-hmm. they get more. So I kind of get what he's saying, but it doesn't quite hold up, I feel like. I mean, realistically, if it, if, it, if we followed that logic— and Thanos, and we got the stones away from Earth, then Thanos never would have come to Earth Mm -hmm. to do what he was doing. He would have just got the stones elsewhere and did his thing, and half of Earth would have died anyway, and nobody would really understand what even happened to be able to fix it. (laughs) So it's actually kind of, it's a a good thing that everything went the direction that it did. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you know, there wouldn't have been a solution in the play. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Thanos was going to succeed no matter what. The only reason he was doing what he was doing in Avengers to have the Chitari come and take over the planet uh, was sort of a deal that he made with Loki. Like, uh, you can have the planet. This is what you want. I want the Tesseract. Yeah, he I doesn't want, want the like, stone. He, 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 Earth, in that sense, is too small. He's like, I don't give a shit about But he doesn't want to. he doesn't want to show up yeah. as himself and take the Tesseract because that would just draw way too much tension. Mm. If he can distract them and let everybody think that Loki was the problem and Loki is the is the one to focus on, then he can work in the background, get the Tesseract, and go do what he wants to do without anybody trying to stop him. It didn't work out in his favor because everybody kept on failing, so he had to get involved. But he was trying to do it behind closed doors so that he didn't have to fight anybody. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out because everybody that he hired to do his jobs, you know, <laughs> kept on fucking up. They were all <laughs> fucking up. Um, but, uh, the scene kind of culminates in Tony was weirdly nudging uh, Bruce to like, so you going to turn the Hulk yet? What's going on? Yeah, he kept and, on trying to like poke him. Come on, do it, do it, do it. Towards the end of the scene, uh, Bruce admits that he tried to kill himself by shooting himself and the Hulk spit out the bullet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out during the movie, you, you think that it's the mind stone that's kind of escalating everyone's like emotions or whatever. Yeah. I never thought of that about that, but that's a it's a good call. When they were all fighting each other, the the camera like pans over yeah. to the to the mind stone and it's like vibrating. Or yeah, I, n- or I never I never picked up on that. I don't, and I'm just yeah. like is it's like you think about it, it's like is their attitudes feeding the mind stone? No, mm-hmm. their mind stone is its own entity and it's influencing them to do their thing. That's I think the mind stone um, influences. I think it. I 
I think it it amplifies the mentality like negative shit. Yeah, like if you if you're if you're doing if you're doing good, it's going to amplify the good. If you're doing bad, it's going to amplify the bad. It's going to amplify your mentality towards whatever the energy is in that in that moment. So like if everybody's arguing, it's going to make the argument more intense. If mm-hmm. everybody's having a good like a, a, an intelligent discussion, it's going to make the intelligent discussion more intense in a good way. It's going to bring out the I feel like it's got influence over things. Mm-hmm. It's not good or bad. Yeah. It like now amplifies. the whole Ultron argument coming directly from the Mind Stone, we got to dive into that one at a separate time. But that's mm-hmm. a separate thing that we that we should look at. But uh, yeah, that's what I think was happening. Good call, yo. Uh, eventually, they're like, uh, "Mr. Banner, can you please put down the scepter?" And he doesn't even realize that he's. He holding didn't realize it. he picked yeah. it up. <laughs> um, then I think is it uh, is it ambush from our boy uh, Hawkeye mm-hmm. that shows up. Shows up, um, fucks up the carrier. Yeah, the explosions, explosions everywhere. Takes um, out one of the one of the helicopters, helicarriers, propellers. Yep. And that was when everybody decides to stop fighting and start working together to save everybody. But because they're not really a team, they didn't really have any organization, and the whole mm. fucking thing was a goddamn mess. That and this is where we have Bruce kind of hulks out. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that then Loki's plan kind of comes to fruition then because Hulk is running wild, f- fucking things up. He almost kills Black Widow at one point. Thor kind of has to step in to does his mm. best to negate. Yep, you can only negate the Hulk so much though. <laughs> you uh, can't negate him. <laughs> good, uh, pr- pretty good fight, but between Thor and Hulk, they're going back and forth. I like the I like the one part where like. Thor throws a hammer at him mm-hmm. and Hulk like catches it, but he falls to the ground and he can't pick it up because he's not worthy. He's not worthy. <laughs> and you think the Hulk being as, as simple minded as he is would have been more worthy because he's just a pure mind. Yeah. He's not, he's not like evil. He, right. He's just, he's, he's, just, he's, he's a, he's, he, I mean, he just is. He, yeah. He doesn't have any ill intent. He's just angry. He, honestly, he's pure rage really. So, Maybe he was. I don't know. I won't. At one point in the comics, Deadpool even becomes worthy because oh, his, yeah. ins- his insanity takes away the fact that he's got any ill intent and he's just doing to do, <laughs> doing things be- just to do them. Just and there's do. purity in that. So he was able to lift Thor's hammer and do something. <laughs> so with That's the Hulk, I could see that same exact thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a fucking ton of action here. We I don't know if we could recount it all. Way too much. Cap and Iron Man are trying to fix like one of the carrier engines. And there's right? a nice cute banter between the two of them yeah. where Iron Man is relying on Captain America to give him information based on the <laughs> electronics in the grid. And he's just like, I don't know. This, it, it runs on electricity. That's all I can tell. <laughs> and he's like, you're not wrong. Just, um, uh, there, there's like, you know, there's shootouts in the main control room with our boy uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Hawkeye's in there all blue-eyed out um that he manages to take down another engine but uh tony stark's doing his tony stark thing keeps the whole place afloat actually i think what he did he shot an arrow that was perfectly designed to go into this like plug it was so perfect these arrows do whatever he needs whatever yeah exactly it's the batman of arrows yeah yeah it's Uh, he's basically green arrow yeah (laughs) only in the mcu um 
but basically, yeah. So he did something, and he basically shut down the mainframe and shut down all the the other three propellers, like shut mm. everything down so that the thing would just fall out of the sky. I don't remember exactly how they got that back up. They did something. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> the, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot going on, but uh, ultimately, you know, they they end up winning. Um, Stark gets the rotor, the broken rotor, to start working again after he jump starts it, and pretty much gets chopped up. Somehow doesn't get chopped up. Yeah, that uh, that suit takes some fucking it damage. Takes beating. <laughs> Honestly, when you see those, when you see the suits doing what they can do up until this movie, and then you see Iron Man three, and they Where just they, fall apart yeah, so easily, yeah. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, what? he sacrificed that. He was off his game when he when he created that one. Uh, yeah, that collapsed so easily. Uh, yeah. So easily. But yeah, so then after, so okay, so he fixes the rotor. Um, Coulson dies. Coulson dies. There's a good. Tr- uh, what's Loki? He's the uh, god of fucking, mischief. Uh, mischief, and you know he's a trickster. He traps uh, Thor into the in the, pr- the prison thing. It's a pretty good line of like, are you ever not going to fall for that trick where he just like disappears? <laughs> well, I think he actually fell for that in a previous movie. I think it was yeah, Thor. It's probably Thor, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Coulson gets stabbed in the back. Uh, he apparently doesn't die because he goes on to star in a show for two seasons after this. Yes. Right? Was but it just two seasons? I, th- I thought it was longer. May- maybe it was more, Maybe but. longer. I don't know. He never came back to the MCU, no. so I have no idea what happened to him. Um, but so Thor goes down um, and it's a good little closeout scene for or close to Col- closeout scene for Coulson where he's just like, you're going to lose to Loki. <laughs> and Loki kind of dumb just. He's like, what are you talking about? Your fortress is falling apart. I have an army. I'm going to keep on talking. And then Coulson shoots him with a gun. <laughs> a gun that was designed after the destroyer that attacked in the in Thor's mm-hmm. neighborhood. I mean, it didn't kill Loki, but no, it definitely it was smash. powerful. Powerful yeah. as blast. It shut him up. Yep. And then Thor is just falling to his death at this point, like just falling like faster than anything could ever yeah. fall to Earth. This thing is heavy, heavy. I do like how he's they uh, Loki's like. So the humans think we're immortal. We should let's test let's that. Let's test that because yeah. they're like, he's. I guess they aren't immortal, right? Like they're not immortal. They because like Thor's die. like friends die and shit. And his yes. mom dies. But they can definitely die, but I guess like, so. I guess if the way you look at it, they're so powerful that they're technically immortal to yeah. us. Yeah. Like immortality is really a relative concept here. Mm-hmm. Like you can be considered immortal if the strongest weapon relative to the to the to the to Earth, I guess, can't destroy you. The strongest possible thing, then you're you're essentially immortal. You're immortal on this planet or whatever. Exactly. Or you're not immortal yeah. everywhere, but you're immortal here. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I mean, that's exactly how they do it with Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Superman comes from Krypton. The only reason he's as strong as he is is because of the yellow sun on Earth. Mm-hmm. So relative to the rest of the universe, Superman is as strong and immortal as he is because of where he is being raised on Earth. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like that on Krypton. Yeah, he was kind of so, like a guy. Or I guess similar, he was a baby, but still. So similar yeah. idea, not using a sun though, but yeah, yeah. similar. Um, and good scene with, uh, Samuel L goes to see Coulson on his, not deathbed, but kind of, you know, he's dying on the ground. He's like, I'm going to clock out guy. Clock it out boss. And, um, it's never going to work. (laughs) 
They needed something too, something too, and then he dies. Then he dies. Then we get the big. Uh, so, so what is Samuel L. Jackson? He's a spy, but he's like, he's he's a good guy, but he's kind of Machiavellian, right? Like he mm. he works in the shadows. So he breaks out these cards that have blood on them, which is very showy. The, 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 that was like the big runner for Coulson. He's like a nerd. He's like he he had uh, these mint condition cards of Captain America that he wanted. So you know what that Captain means? Sign. After Coulson died, yeah, he rubbed his blood on he it. He fucking rubbed. He yeah. ruined the vintage cards yeah. to make a point. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm saving the world. You yeah. you shit on his memories. <laughs> it's the one thing he cared about. Yeah, uh, and it's the big speech of like you know. There was an idea of bringing together extraordinary ragtag group of men. Uh, it's a bit old fashioned, I admit. And uh, but so the group is kind of broken apart at this point. But they're they're pulling themselves back together to what? What do they do? They avenge, bro. They're gonna avenge the death of Coulson. Um. So Thor on the ground, weirdly not like. So he he survives, but he's not as worthy as he was because the the hammer doesn't. He's able to lift it up, but it doesn't go to him when he lifts out his hand. Right. Uh, I don't think he was unable to. I think he was just having um, trouble. <laughs> Perform, performance <laughs> performance issues. <laughs> now I think what this was was um, discouragement. Okay. I think he was discouraged because he his brother beat him. That, he did. T- he took an L. That's a bit. He took a an big L, L, and it, yeah. yeah, it took it took him down. It took him down a notch, and he was just like a little, a bit discouraged towards, you know, what to do next. Like I can't believe, you know, I lost, I failed. He's got that big mentality over him of needing to, you know, succeed and do well. So that's what I think that was. Mm-hmm. But uh, once he, you know, he rallied, he bounced back. You know, he was able to pull it up. He was like, yeah, I'm fucking Thor. <laughs> I'm Thor, bitch. Get back on the horse and fucking finish this shit. Uh, Pretty funny scene with uh, Mark Ruffalo, who landed into like a fucking factory. He landed in like an abandoned church factory <laughs> or something. Yeah, you're right. The the guy there, I forget his. I think it's, it's is his last name Stanton, Edward Dean Stanton, something like that. He was he's a old character actor guy. I think he just passed a few years ago, but he was pretty funny in the scene. A character actor, as in like he did voice car- voice acting. Like you'd play like weird like. He was never the main guy in movies, but he was he was he was always on the side. Because I did recognize him a little bit, but I never I can't pinpoint like how I know him other than this. I feel like he was in okay, his name was Harry Dean Stanton. Okay. He was in The Godfather Part Two, Escape from New York. Uh he was in Alpha Dog. I don't remember him in that, but apparently he was in that. He was an alien. You ever see Alien? Uh, long time ago yeah he was an alien that's probably where I best know him he's in Pretty in Pink okay he's like in a ton of shit yeah yeah good actor um but I just like what's the funny line that he has it's like are you an alien and Ruffalo's like no then son you have a condition you have a condition (laughs) it's pretty good um so oh also fuck we've I guess it's not that big uh Black Widow Gets uh, Hawkeye back by basically giving him uh, giving him a concussion. Yeah, that was just, actually a pretty good fight between the two yeah. of them. And she was just like, I got "Cognitive reignition." Mm-hmm. I just fucking slammed your head really hard. Yeah, your brain's probably bleeding right now, but uh, it's okay. It's bleeding out all of the Loki ness. Uh, yeah, knocked it out of your head. And now we're we're pretty we're 
kind of towards the end of the movie. Like, we're, well, much, you know, yeah. the, cli- the climax of the movie, which is the battle for New York, really. Yeah, and that's just a lot of action. Yes. So, uh, I don't even know how to start that one. So, where, where do we go from here? A good lead-up scene of, so Tony's the first one to get there. He yeah. sees the... Um, he sees the this guy. Is, this is when, yeah. So him and Kim and Cap are talking, trying to figure out what to do next. That's when he decide he figures out that Loki's a diva, he just like me. Name, he wants his name in lights. He wants everybody to know what he's doing, and he's like, "Son of a bitch!" That's he's going to my place. <laughs> so they all leave, and when Tony arrives at Stark Tower, he of course he sees. Uh, the guy from Goodwill Hunting. I can't. Think uh, of, I, I, I said his name earlier. Yeah, and I can't. Uh, I already forgot. It's like Stelwig. L. Elwig. Stelwig. 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 The fucking uh, astro double scientist. The double scientist. Uh, and he's all like oh crazied out at this point. He's, he's just, all like, crazed out. He's like, yeah. they're gonna show us something new. <laughs> he's out of his fucking mind. So then uh, Tony tries to shoot at it, and it's basically under a protective barrier, an impenetrable barrier of pure energy. Nothing can break through it. So Tony was just like, okay, screw that. And that was when he decides, I'm going to land, and he sees Loki walking on his fucking patio, and he was like, mm-hmm. you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this little shit talking before the fight begins. Um, yeah. What, what Tony does. and I do, I do I every, you know what, every single time I hear it, I cringe a little bit when he's, he's, so he's having the conversation back and forth and he's trying to stall, put the bracelets on for the new, Mm -hmm. for the new suit, the Avengers. And he's walking past them and he was like, Oh yeah, the Avengers. And when they come and they will, like, it's just the way he (laughs) says that. I'm just like, dude, that didn't feel right. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm sure it worked to a degree. I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I wish he didn't. I wish he was a little more, I wish, I wish he was a little more, Tony, when he said that, when when they come and they're going to like they something, will. no, he's like, when, he was just too like mo- monotonous and like a he's an do, interrogation he's, tone, like he's, he's trying to intimidate you. But he's trying bad. to walk that line of funny but threatening at the same. That's the yeah. word he uses. Like I'm gonna threat, I'm threatening you right now. Yes, um, but I like maybe I'm partial to the scene because uh, he goes to get a drink, and uh, of course I, I like to partake. That's half the podcast right here. That's half the podcast right there. Um, Pours himself a nice looking whiskey. Um, Seems more like a bourbon guy. Or maybe a bourbon. I'm actually... They're both the same thing, depending on where you're at. (laughs) Bourbon and whiskey are the exact same fucking drink, depending on where you're at and what they call them. But it's the same fucking thing. Oh, and this is where uh, Loki tries to uh, zombify Tony or, you know, put, put the spell on him. And he does a little tap tap, and uh, nothing happens. I guess because Tony has the uh, arc react, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever it's called. Yeah, and, you know, performance issues or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that good was li- a good, good little dick joke. I or, love it. Yeah, and of course, you know, naturally, stroking a man's ego like that and that mm-hmm. and that nature is going to get you thrown out of thrown a out fucking, the fucking window, thrown out of a window by your neck through, through the window. I should through say. the window. He took down, that like down a chance, like fifty too. stories. I know yeah. the way he threw him, the way his body moved. I thought he was going to break his neck. I'm I like, think the back of his head hits the pain. I don't know. I could be wrong. The back of his head, his whole back. Honestly, any other human would be just going through the window. That would have just hospitalized the shit out of you. Nah, it's the MCU. He's yeah. Tony Stark. He's good. He's good. We need his brain. So, uh, for all intents and purposes, that that mm-hmm. glass is made out of sugar. Keep keep rolling. So he he suits up, but that's when. We get our portal in the wormhole in the sky, mm-hmm. and we are greeted by the Chitari. The Am I Chitari. Saying that right? Yep. 
the aliens. And Tony's like, oh, fuck, aliens. And like, I love he, how he's just looking up at it in disbelief. And he was like, okay, that's that's thing. Okay, so <laughs> just go out. And just go, he just goes right into action. Yeah. Like all the PTSD in Iron Man 3, that's all, it's it's all, all on hold. It's all, yeah. that, that's coming. But this is where it all starts. Just thousands of aliens just, yeah, showing up and uh, killing people. And from there, it is... It's a good solid what a half hour forty minutes of kind of w- action, basically just yeah. you know New York beating the shit out of some aliens. <laughs> um, and I, it's how do we go through all of it? Like you can't go through I, all of it. It's way too much yeah. action to go through all of it. I, I guess we could basically say where everybody was located. Like okay, so we have Captain America and Black Black Widow were on the ground taking care of the Chitari on the ground, fucking them up like that, just hand to hand combat, best that they can. Then we have Hawkeye was stationed on top of a building, shooting at uh, pretty much he had he had bird's eye view of everything, and he was basically telling them, you know, tell us what the patterns are, what they're doing, where mm-hmm. they're going, and all that kind of shit, and just let us know what's going on. Uh, Hulk was just told to smash the smash fuck it. out of everything, <laughs> just go out and just fuck them all up. And then Tony, you know, you got the big guns, just get up there and do your thing, fucking take care, figure out how, figure out a way to take care of those big giant alligator things. Um, and then, you know, Thor, get up there and just fucking lightning the fuck out of the lightning hole. Lightning the fuck just out of everything. Basically <laughs> shove lightning right up their hole. And he, he only does that for like a minute. I feel like he should have just maybe it wears him out or something, but he should have just been doing that the whole fucking time. I know. I thought he was doing that yeah. a lot more, but he, we saw yeah, him do it only, once it's only, it. Yeah, it's only for that. I wonder if it does, I wonder if it's taxing or something. I mean, yeah. it might be. Um, but yeah, they do, they do a good job of keeping the ground characters, keeping them involved because- you know, obviously they can't do as cool shit as like Thor or whatever, but you right. know they can do some good hand to hand combat stuff. And there's a lot of and there's a lot of different little variables in there. Like Captain America ends up saving a group of people that were trapped inside of a building, and mm-hmm. they throw a bomb, and he ends up killing all the bad guys, but also getting blown out of the building, which kind of made him feel a little bad. <laughs> um, Hulk even got overtaken at one point by like fifty of them just attacking him at the same yeah. time, and he couldn't really get past it. Uh, I don't remember. Did Thor get overwhelmed? He so his I think his like big loss his again, big loss kinda, was the was the fall out of the plane I don't remember him having a one he, of those. he he fight he's fighting Loki for a little bit and he's like okay you fucking happy you have your fucking That's war it, you're right and stabbed by Loki and Loki's like it's too late to you know stop it now That's what happened and then he, he made his way up there. It's, like Loki doesn't win but Thor doesn't win either right like, you know because he sta- Loki stabs him then fucks off yes um. And then at the same time, uh, uh, Tony Stark, he's also like overwhelmed by a bunch of them on top of him, just kind of fucking hitting him. Mm -hmm. He's being overwhelmed. So they're all pretty much getting their ass handed to them at one point. And then, uh, then they, they rally, um, Black Widow ends up making her way to Stark Tower Mm -hmm. to figure out a way to get through to the thing. And that's when she talks to... Uh, Astro, Astro, Double scientist. Astro, Astro man, <laughs> Double scientist. <laughs> I think it's Selig. Is it I, Selig? I think it's Selig. I'm gonna let's go with Selig. Well, I mean, he looks like a Selig. Yeah, he does look like a Selig. Um, so he goes up there and he pretty much is like starting to come out of his trance now, and he's just like, "So I'm pretty sure I know what can penetrate the field now. I put in a fail safe, and it's basically the scepter." And I'm staring right at it. And it's like two floors below them on the fucking patio or the balcony or whatever. So we know that that's the answer. Meanwhile, while they're all starting to rally, 
Nick Fury is dealing with the fucking the fellowship of the, the ring. Yeah, the, these assholes. The, the uh, shadow like, shield the sh- people. The sh- shadow shield, yeah. yes. And they're basically just like, listen, we're going to nuke New York to fix the problem. And Fury's like, the fuck you are. And so he's just holding off. And they decide to override him and send somebody out anyway. So he runs out there with a goddamn rocket launcher. Just a casual rocket a launcher. Casual, he pulls it was out that of like nowhere. On, was that like on the wall? Like, like, it had to be. For how quickly he needed to move yeah. to get out onto the fucking runway to yeah. shut the, shoot that thing. It was already preloaded and ready for him. Somebody was basically holding it for Locked him. Like, here. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, some yeah, some guy's whole job is to have uh, the rocket ready. Have for, the rocket ready for Nick Fury for when Nick he needs Fury. it. <laughs> I'm the rocket guy. What's your job? You won't believe it. <laughs> and then he runs out and he's just ready. He shoots and which he doesn't think twice. Makes me nervous, which would make me nervous too, because you're shooting a rocket at a fucking aircraft that has not a nuclear a, war. A nu- yeah, a nuke on it, right? <laughs> so it's like shit. like shoot the nuke. Like, yeah. What else? What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> So, and immediately also, that, they prepared for that. If that carrier went down, too. Yeah. Like, everything's fucked, right? Because they're- I mean, they're pretty much destroying everything. The entire yeah. carrier, if, a, if the nuke went off when he shot that, the whole carrier would go out. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess there's probably some kind of some type of failsafe on the nuke itself. Uh, well, okay. Unless yeah. it's released, it's pretty much dormant. Yeah. I know there are bombs that are like that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't just go off with a jig. Like, they go like you, off don't, you have to, like, do very, more than yeah. kick it or whatever. Yeah, so, like, uh, I just saw a video the other day, actually. There are these tank mines, and they, uh, they were all, they were, like, lined up across, like, this big street, and they were huge. They were, like, big. And the, the 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 soldiers were walking up, and they were just putting their feet and just kicking them off to the side, just kicking them <laughs> full force. And they were like, "Can you imagine? Can, these are bombs, and they're just casually kicking them off. Do you know why they're doing that with with such carefreeness?" And it's like because these are specifically designed to blow up tanks, which means the weight of a tank needs to go on it in order for it to blow up. Oh wow! So that means it is literally a paperweight unless the weight of a tank goes on top of it. That's crazy. So I was like, that's actually pretty damn smart. I like that. (laughs) So that's probably, and I mean, I think we would all be incredibly stupid as a species to develop nuclear warheads that don't have some type of failsafe like that built in. Some asshole walks up. What's this? Hits it with a hammer. I think you you want to make sure that that shit's not going to just go off because you you tickled it the wrong way. I I, I suppose I'm a little, uh, yeah. I, I think of, I think of bombs as being very fragile, but that's I, the way yeah. they make it seem. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when you think about it, they I think when the people think about this, like, oh, what if what if I just kicked it? It's like, yeah, all right, we let's let's start developing developing bombs that don't do that when you kick them. Maybe <laughs> a more stable bomb for yeah. a more unstable world. So um, then, uh, okay, so right after Nick Fury blows the shit out of an F eighteen F twenty two fighter jet. Another one immediately goes right yeah, after it because they have to go in two formation. A backup of course. guy, yeah. Immediately, immediately, and that one they're trying to stop it. They they can't override it. He ends up shooting it off, and uh, they let Stark is informed that there's a nuke. It's coming towards New York, and we're all fucked. So he's like, <laughs> actually. I know exactly where it's, to shove that fucking anal probe. Yeah. I'm going to shove it right up space, asshole. It's, Let's it's, go. It's weird. It's weirdly the perfect kind of so- solution to their current fucking problem. It's like they, yeah. yeah. What, what would they have done otherwise? They were pretty much losing and the government's just like, we're going to fuck everybody. It's like, actually. <laughs> but, um, but Tony does his hero thing, right? That he's like, all right, I know where to put the bomb. And you know, Cap's like, you know, that's a one way flight, right, son? 
doesn't say son. <laughs> you should have said son. It Tony's, wouldn't have worked at all. Tony's like, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, so when you were watching this first for the first time, did you think Tony was going to die? A part of me did think Tony was going to die. So did I. I thought so too. It got me. They fooled us, guys. What can I say? They fooled us. I, I honestly, I think, I think the actual thought was they were going to kill him and bring him back. Okay. Because when it comes to comic books, that early on, everybody knew that no comic book hero ever actually died and stayed dead. Yeah. Everybody comes back. Once and fucking Superman know, dies and comes back, exactly. fucking everyone's And we back. didn't necessarily know how the MCU was going to play out, which they really didn't play that card like ever. Like not one character died and stayed dead or uh, died and came back. Like every character that's died so far which, has stayed dead. Which I like. And now even... Like it, be, be, make, it makes their existence in the MCU that much better. Yeah. Because you're things, not like the, sad if they die. The stakes are. Or, or you are sad you if are, they die. You care, you care about them. Because right? if, like, they, if they brought, if they kept on bringing these characters back, then when one of them dies, we're just going to be like, ah, you'll be all right. Ah, uh, yeah. You'll be, I'll see you in two issues, bro. It's fine. <laughs> the only one, the only one that they really like, South Park Kenny, the entire time was Loki. <laughs> like, yeah. Loki died like seven yeah. times and he just kept coming and back. They get away with it because he's like the master of bullshit or whatever. Like the right? final time yeah. they actually did kill Loki they brought him back from like a multiversal concept mm-hmm. like now now he's in the Loki show and it's like oh he didn't really die <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like let's get the exact same version well, of Loki but from a previous like a couple years back and we'll just we'll just plug him in mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but you know co- comics are going to comic and they bring people back but okay so what happens here uh, Iron Man brings the nuke up through the wormhole it goes into the fucking mothership which is fucking sweet which we didn't know the mothership existed until that until scene. That, yeah, yeah. Like you didn't know there was a mothership doing that. You thought that there was just a pile of yeah. aliens in the middle of space just sit, floating around waiting to go through a wormhole. I will say, isn't it a little weird that so they're all powered by this mothership? Like they're not. It was the, a hive mind, exactly. Yeah, so that was that is called convenience. That, yeah, a little <laughs> a little too convenient for my. Like they're not robots, right? Well, they didn't do that during the war with Thanos. They didn't have that going yeah. on. And I'm not sure exactly what they were. I mean, just, they were organic life forms, but I'm assuming they were bioorganic, biomechanical, something like that. If I want to work out some bullshit in my mind, maybe they had to be modified. Bioorganic. Like- bioorganic. We're bioorganic. What the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? Biomechanical. But yeah, they, they were definitely connected to the mother to the mothership through some alien means. Mm-hmm. And when the mothership went boom, they all went... Yeah. So that was the end of that, which was again convenient. We didn't really know. So, that so was like even you're a coming thing. up on oh the runtime's towards two hours, guys. We gotta wrap. So what this are up. they gonna do? Oh my god, look! Let's just push this self-destruct button that's conveniently <laughs> right there for a nuclear warhead. Like they didn't. If they had mentioned that there was a mothership up there releasing this shit casually, something shown mm-hmm. it at least once. Nothing. They didn't do any of that. No. Tony, as for all he knows, he shoot. He's carrying a nuclear warhead. Through a wormhole into open space. Just open, yeah. I mean, I understand, like, the if you think about it for a minute, it's like, okay, there's, there's got to be a mothership. Yeah. There's something where they're coming from. Okay. But we didn't have any confirmation of that. Were you shoot? Were you shooting the nuke at a mothership? Were you shooting it at a fucking planet? How big was the mothership? Is the nuke big enough for it? We didn't think. Nothing was thought of. We just knew that we have this fucking probe. And we're gonna shove it up their ass. <laughs> Uh, but it all worked out for everyone. 
I mean, except for the Shatari. But besides except them, <laughs> it worked out for everyone. Shatari. Uh, yeah, is, is it Shatari? It's Chitari, but Chitari. in this case, Shitari Ch- works uh, out well. Baby, there we go. Oh, we got, yeah. got him good. So they closed a wormhole. Right. But then Tony Stark gets right through it just in time. Just in time. And it is funny. Let me just back up for a second. There's a giant asshole in the sky and a bunch of shitari is falling out of it. Did they think about this? I don't think they thought about this. This is the first place that they thought of it. All right. There's a lot of fun that we could have with Photoshop. So right when the asshole of the sky (laughs) puckers up, because everybody's fucking with the asshole, and when you fuck with an asshole, it tightens up. So that's what happens. It puckers up. It pinched off off a little rosebud of Tony Stark falling out of the sky. Little shit-covered Tony. They're all panicking because he's falling. He ain't ain't slowing down. And our boy Thor's getting ready to go, and uh, and Hulk catches him. Cool looking shot as he like falls into a building after he catches him, which I like. Um, And they think he's dead for a moment. And then we find out that uh, the Hulk has uh, screaming powers or whatever. Screaming revival powers. (laughs) Wakes up. I will scare your ass awake. Scares him awake. (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, it's like, fuck, we won. And I'm actually, you know what? They never even mentioned it. Like I never... when this movie came out, not one person, there was no conversation about it, but towards the end, when they started having all of the scenes pop up, talking about like the end of the movie and how the news and everything, the, the final news flash comes up where the guy's just like, they should be held for the account for their, they should be held accountable for all the damage that they caused to this, to the city. Where are they? Like, who, who, who's, who do we hold responsible? They were talking about how that's going to lead to civil war with the Sokovia Accords and how that mm. whole thing plays out. We didn't even have a discussion back then about that. They 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 knew it was coming and they sent the Easter egg, but the, I didn't even remember that conversation. I think we were all just caught up in. We were way too young. Oh my god, the Avengers! We like, dumb twenty yeah. four year olds just <laughs> geeking out over fucking superheroes. And it's, it's a good like closing narration, or, or not quite a montage, but kind of a montage. Like you met like the the news. Some people, but like eighty percent of people seem to be down with the Avengers. Seem to love them. Then there's yeah. the twenty that are like, ah, kind of fuck those guys. It's like, bro, my apartment is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but weird. you know what? And I, I will say, as t- we were twenty four when this movie came out, and as twenty four year olds, it is absolute proof that we, as twenty four year olds, are not responsible for with superpowers. Mm-hmm. We would not be. You know why? Because we watched them destroy New York, and, and we didn't give a. Fuck uh, about no. the destruction. We loved it. We didn't care at all. We didn't sit there and be like, those poor people lost their homes. We were just like, look, did you see what Hulk did to that guy's car? Like, we didn't give a shit. I don't think uh, insurance Now we're gonna... adults are watching this shit like, oh my God, that cost like $50,000 right uh, that... there and it wasn't even a main part of the, part of the movie. Ugh. Insurance is not going to cover that shit. That guy's bro. just sitting there watching the Hulk just get his fucking Camaro and just fucking beat the <laughs> shit out it. of the Shatari. He's like, dude, he's dead. Put it down. <laughs> That's a, my insurance doesn't cover this. That's weirdly like a big um, like Daredevil. That's a, a big storyline in that show. Is just like the rebuilding of New York and like yeah, which I kind of liked. Like it was such a little thing that's like oh yeah, there's like the contractors fighting over, and that's part of uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, right? Homecoming like in the beginning, yeah, yeah. Which, I actually really like how they took like background shit that we really didn't think about but we mm-hmm. knew existed and they made it into bigger shit yeah like that yeah. is just that that adds so much depth mm-hmm. to the MC. it opens up the world right and big time yeah like i yeah. didn't i forgot that there was a destruct an actual destruction crew that yeah. existed by the through they i think they're owned by shield 
I'm, I'm not really sure. I, what it it's was from. it was like it was Shield or maybe Tony Stark slash Shield. Yeah, because um, that's why he fucking hates Tony Stark so much. Yes, and uh, of course, but that's how they created a villain out of that. Did the exact same thing with Mysterio. Mm-hmm. He he used to work for Tony Stark. Like they, yeah. they the world building, they just did so good. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. We can't we. Let's just watch Spider Man right after. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but closing up, closing up, the the Avengers are going their separate ways. Thor is takes Loki back to Asgard. I'm assuming, or that's the that's the plan. It appears that that's what that's he's what he's to supposed to be doing. Now you didn't watch, uh, you didn't watch Loki. I did not. I will. You gotta it's watch on, it's Loki. On the list. I can't. I, I mean, I can bring it up. I can ruin it. It's not really a ruin. It's more just like a, this is where do, he starts. Do they fuck off somewhere like a different? Do so they have an adventure um, or something? Do you? Rem- so during Endgame, actually, I, okay, I can tell you this. So during Endgame, uh, or was it? No, it was Endgame when they're going back. When they they time travel, they go back in time, and they do the whole. Uh, Loki ends up they, with the thing. Loki, Loki has the th- he has the thing. He's that he's in the same getup where he's in prison, mm-hmm. much like now at the end of uh, Avengers. So I think it's that same time frame. I just think they they had to take go take take him to Shield at first or go to Shield after. There was a, some kind of transfer there, and uh, he he, get, he the cube falls to him and he de- takes the cube and disappears. That's the start. That's of, the start of that, the show. That's where Loki the show okay starts. Because that's where the TVA comes in, the Time Variance Authority. That they that they hold they get introduced. It's a dude. Start watching it when I leave. <laughs> Please just start watching to, it and get addicted to it. And so I, it's good. I, I it's have good. to wait for Christina because we have to watch all this shit together. That's fair. Um, Sorry, Christina. I'm trying yeah, to supersede you there. <laughs> but we have to do. We have to. I, I think we're. Well, we have to start with One Division, right? That's the first one. I. Yeah. Or is it Falcon Winter Soldier? One Division. WandaVision is the first. <laughs> WandaVision is the first one. Falcon Winter Soldier, I believe, is the second one. Then Loki. Then Loki and What If. And then Hawkeye. I heard Hawk. Oh, why did I say it like that? I heard Hawkeye. I heard Hawkeye is really good. Hawkeye was excellent. Yeah. Because it actually makes him look really fucking cool. I, I heard a certain somebody, certain. Nilsson Misk, shall I say, his, if I want to <laughs> rhyme his name. There may or may not be a certain somebody uh, a certain in the show guy, as well. Bald guy. But yes. Who fights Spider-Man sometimes. All are good. Figure out the figure out the the this the way it's all established and just start binging. Mm-hmm. But it is good. And of course in Loki, they have Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh wow. 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 Oh wow there. himself. Yeah. <laughs> and they're about to bring out season two at some point. So you gotta get ready. I know. I have to. I have to catch up on that and uh, the star. I have to catch up on the Star Wars stuff then, too. The, well, the Star Wars stuff is a separate universe. You could. Well, yes, I know. You, I'm yes, just saying. yes, you got to catch. I mean, all right. To be fair, I I'm, didn't catch up on this season of Mandalorian either. Oh, you did. I, I, I did watched not. that. I've been okay. so preoccupied with so many other things. I haven't even decided to start watching it. It's good. I think. I love Mandalorian. Season two is my favorite. Season but, two was my favorite yeah. so far. So if season two is better than season three, that's expected. Yeah, I, I think two is better than three, but it, it's still good. Okay, still good. And then, right. so yeah. All right. Well, we're kind of we're kind of closed out. Yeah, it's pretty much the end. Mo- of it. We, movie we didn't ends. get a chance to see the uh, the after credit. <laughs> nah. So uh, at first, them eating sh- shawarma, right, or whatever it's called, yeah. and then it's the fuck is shawarma? I don't. I looked it up, and I how forget. Did, how did we never decide yeah, to get a I, group of people and go out like you, me, and Clint? 
<laughs> go out and just it. talk the Avengers yeah, and meet Swarm in New York or some shit. I mean, that sounds good to me. That'd be a great combination. <laughs> and then uh, the the end end scene, right? It's our first look at our, our boy Thanos. Yes, right, right. I'm pretty sure that's what happens because he just lost a major a major battle here, and he's just like, "Fine, I'll do I'll it do myself." That's what I thought. I th- yeah, that's what we think, people. We uh, fu- I fucked up, and Disney Plus is annoying. You didn't fuck up. Disney, Disney Plus, Plus just coming. really didn't want yeah. you to finish it. They wanted to usher you into the next TV yeah. show to keep you trapped. Yeah, I've re- yeah, I've really, I really did feel like that. But all right, that's the culmination of Phase One. We started this journey a long time ago. We finished off Phase One. I'm so excited. We finished off Phase One. We should get stickers. <laughs> yeah. Stickers like little badges phase of honor. One. So now we have to figure out a time frame to start Phase Two. Wait, what is Phase Two? Hold on. So I have it in my notes. We are, did is Iron Man Three is the first one in Phase Two, right? Or no? I believe so. So we technically started already. I'm thinking Thor Two would be next. Capes podcast list. Okay, we did Captain America, First Avenger, and the Avengers. Now we are on to Iron Man 3 and Thor. So Thor the Dark World. And Iron Man 3 was already ticked off. Did we watch Iron Man 3 and do a movie on it? We did. Yeah, we did. We, we did that did. for we did that for Christmas. We did. Yeah. So we can't do that again. Yeah, we can't do it again. So we'll just we'll jump to That's Thor. why we already ticked it off. Okay, so we'll skip that because we'll we did do it. We'll, ju- we'll jump to Thor 2. That's the reason why this is that's why this is so late because we did Iron Man instead of Captain America and the I was Iron like, Man. it's Christmas time and Iron Man 3 is a Christmas yeah. movie. Let's do it. We had to. Okay. Yeah. So we'll skip over Iron Man 3. Phase two is officially started. We're jumping ahead. We'll go sort to of. Thor the Dark World, which is arguably one of the worst movies in the MCU. That's what arguably. I've heard. That's what I've heard. I, you know, I, so I haven't seen I think it. I think you've never seen it. I've never, never seen, it. seen it. I saw Ragnarok without seeing this one. Bro, so. I mean, I don't know why I'm sad because it's bad. But yeah, that's still. why. Because people so, are like, okay. it's, uh, people Ultimately, are, this is more uh, FaceTime with Jane Foster and her sidekick who's got huge tits and is actually weirdly, really attractive. Okay. Okay, weirdly. She's very attractive. Um, and of course, uh, it's got, this is the introduction of. Uh, the reality stone, which is what makes the movie important. Okay, it's the introduction of the reality stone, which is uh, it's called the eth- the the ether. The ether. It's like a red and black like liquid of sorts. <laughs> and I don't even know. I I, I actually am looking forward to rewatching this because like where it comes from seems like they just like we don't know where to say it comes from, so we're just gonna kind of like hide it in a pocket dimension that we're not gonna <laughs> tell you about, and you're just gonna stumble upon it and get access to it, and we're not gonna really explain that. That's what I remember. So we're gonna dig a little deeper right. when we go into that. All right. Yeah. Then, I'm, of course, I'm looking have... forward to. It. Maybe it will surprise me. Maybe I will like it more than yeah. I thought I would. And have. the enemies are the the dark elves. I think is what they're called. Which <clears> I think it might be true, but it sounds bad. And they're not very compelling villains. Mm-hmm. Like they have the potential to be compelling villains, mm-hmm. but overall they're sort of just like. The the movie feels like the movie feels like a side quest. Yeah, like that's really what it feels like. Okay, it's got all the potential for more, but they they it feels like then eh, let's just throw this all together to make give Thor something to do while we're doing shit over here. <laughs> that's what it feels like. So we'll uh, yeah we'll have to we'll have to right, set yeah. some plans up for that one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to it then. Um, all right, so I all right do do you have got final things for the Avengers before we pop out? No, I think we're good on that. We're good. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's it's kind of a perfect blockbuster big movie. Honestly, big movie. the the 
Phase five, phase five is perfect as is. Mm. Phase five, all those movies culminating to the Avengers, perfect. Down to the every minute detail, it's perfect. After this, it starts to become hit or miss, but it's still excellent. Mm. But you can see that they're starting to slip a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Sli- slippy sliding. Yeah. Still good though. Because the Avengers movies are they they still slap. They do. They slap. They fuck. They do all that stuff. <laughs> Suck fucking fondle. <laughs> all right, bro. Got got anything else? Nuts. No, that's all I got for today. All right. Should we remind everybody to stay, stay super? super?